1: I'm delighted, I've been la dee Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be pottin' I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what, I got it you do it too you will never lose if you ever do must have been a ruse ricky that's my dude is super cool sharks up in the pool i've been sparking up my tools i've been looking to win spend a little again i've been for spittled it in my god i riddled again i told them stop clowning around they said what goes up comes down i said i'm down with the sickness my team stay ill now come get this i'm just so in <coughs> delight i stay ready tonight Dive we rise, that's the manly, all right. D- Delight, D- Delight. Delight. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Debbie Delight, brought to you by the Drive In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at the Superflex Top 24 rookie rankings today um the draft is in the books now these this is being recorded after the first three rounds there is a couple guys that stoops and i believe that could potentially preach that top 24 um with the likes of kenneth gainwell and um but outside of that the the once you're getting drafted in that fourth fifth sixth seventh round you're really going to if you're in those deeper um, rookie drafts, obviously, like I'm in a league. Where you said you're in a league with seven. I'm in a league with like five rounds, so you're going to have to pick some of those guys in those later rounds. But those are kind of really throwing darts at those guys. You're really kind of just hoping that they produce. Now, Michael Carter, Kenneth Gainwell, like we, like I mentioned, are two guys that are really could go to maybe a Miami or go to a, a Atlanta where there's a prime real estate landing spot and could approach that top twenty. But today we're going to cover the first three rounds, and we're going to cover our Superflex top twenty-four. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you today, bud?
2: I'm great. I am actually looking at my home league roster right now. A guy said he wanted a first-round pick. I've got one. But then he said, "Mm, let's look at the second-rounders. So I'm kind of looking at that, see if I can work a trade. I told him to send me an offer, but yet here we are, offerless, per normal. So anyway, excited. Um, Talk about where we've got some of these guys. You know, I I think it's kind of my initial reactions on this. I'm sure once I kind of sit down a little bit more in depth and look at it, things will move around. But um I feel pretty confident with where I've got some stuff right now. So excited to see where you've got some guys. I know you said you got a little hot take maybe on on where you've got not a hot take, but surprised on or will be surprised on where you've got a certain quarterback.
1: Yeah. I I look okay so the I I have I want to start this by saying two things. Okay. First one's this okay don't go too crazy being like, oh my God, this guy landed here. What about this guy? The first one that comes to mind is Melvin Gordon, right? Mm-hmm. Is Melvin Gordon going to be the start of year one? More than likely. But you brought up a good point. It, it, he's Javante Williams is going into a scenario where it's just like the the uh, J.K. Dobbins going to the... To, and, and we saw what happened. By the end of the year, J.K. Dobbins was the starting running back. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a very good possibility that at the end of this year, Javante Williams is the starting running back for For the Denver Broncos, right? That that wouldn't surprise anybody. I don't think at all. So the value's there. So like, don't go too crazy. Obviously, look at the contract situations. That's a very important too. Whenever going into these rookie drafts, make paying attention to the contract situations. That's another very pivotal thing for me because some of these guys could go where you think that you know. Oh man, I don't really, I don't really buy that. But there could be guys on the way out, right? You know what I mean? You could, you could see guys. You know, maybe um, I don't love. Rondell Moore spot right now but i really haven't looked at the cardinal situation that when's kirk a free agent when's you know when kirk leaves what that looks like you know is he going to be maybe he'll be the wide receiver too whenever uh kirk leaves and then then that his value is through the roof because kyler murray's going to throw him the football you know, so there's a lot of different dynamics here to look at i mean the big one for me is, is i struggle with Amari rogers because i don't know where to put him because i don't know where aaron Rodgers is going to be is aaron Rodgers going to be playing for the team because if he is then his rankings uh, you know high if not otherwise who knows but I will also say this. I am, I've, and there's a lot of different leagues that I'm in, uh, way too many to be honest with you guys, but I've got a couple rookie drafts coming up. But I am looking to unload my second rounders. I am not enamored with anybody. I don't know, man. I think there's like maybe eight guys that I want, maybe eight guys in this entire circle that I really want. What about you, Stoops?
2: Yeah. I,
1: I think we're just in fantasy hell with some of these landing spots.
2: I think so too, and it's it's one of those where, in certain leagues, um, I well, I guess in really in all leagues, but because you want to have as many first rounders as you can, but it's kind of like you make trades, pr- you know, previously, and you're super pumped. You're like, all right, I've got the you know fourth overall and the seventh overall and the tenth overall. You're like, I'm going to get some guys, and then it's like we see the landing spots and we're kind of like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> exactly, you know. But that being said, like you know, in your league. Z, your leagues there are guys that love the landing spot of said player this player this guy you know whatever so it's like shop them around move them obviously get what you want to want for them and if you find that right trading partner where they give you a current player that's already in the league been in the league um and they want one of your first picks then move them you know um it not be afraid to don't
1: be afraid to trade you know what yeah. I mean? it, it, it's, it's and especially
2: like- if you can get at least you know let's say a player. And then even if it's a mid to late second round pick back, like
1: cool. Yep. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent there. Um, so like I said, super flex top 24 stoops, I'm going to let you kick it off. Um, I don't really know math of six times four, so let's do four at a time starting at the 24. What do you got for us? So 24 for me, um, or give me 24 through what? 20, 24 through 21.
2: That I'm would sorry. be four. Yes. Um, <laughs> David I've got Davis Mills at 24 right now. Um we kind of talked about it previously. Um it, it's a lot of it's he's not playing year one, right? He's 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 well at the moment, right? We we know currently who the starter is at, in Houston, but I I kind of like the landing spot. I kind of don't like the landing spot, but when I looked at it there's been what 28 29 total offensive skill guys that we touch base on, you know, in the on the podcast that have been drafted. So it's kind of, we're almost drafted or ranking everybody, but I got Davis mills at 24, 23. Um, a guy that I've been very vocal about for a very long time. Kellen Mond. Um, yeah, I got him at 23, um, third round guy. I just, I don't know the potential is there. We've talked about it. We can keep going
1: on forever and ever. Can I pause you for just a second? This sure. goes to show you, that the landing spots are really rough this year. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're only picking out of, I think, 29 guys that have been drafted right. so far. But I really feel like this kind of shows you that landing spots suck. So are you Did shocked you- I have them there? Or are you? Yeah, okay. I don't have, have Kelamo on my top 24. So. Yeah, well, I don't blame you.
2: <laughs> um, it's the other guys that are below. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, 22. I've got Hunter Long. We kind of touched base on it previously. It's just the landing spot is, uh, they've already got Gasecki there, right? So it's kind of like, what type of role is Hunter Long going to play? But he's got the receiving ability. He's able to get out there, make some plays. So I think they'll try and get him involved. We know tight ends, especially year one, even year two, potentially don't necessarily go out for the most part and just, you know, completely dominate. There's a couple of guys that that have, have done it. You know, they're one of those types of talents. And one of the guys that, I think can do it. We'll talk about later. Um, But I've got Hunter Long there. 21. I kind of, I don't know. I've got Deami Brown. uh, Went to the football team. And I'll be honest, every time someone goes to Washington, I don't write down the football team. It's just a habit to write down the Redskins. I, I did it earlier, so I had to change it. Sorry. But I've got Brown sitting there at 21. I just think that they are doing something good. There, I think they're going in the right direction. They're getting some talent, you know, there. I don't expect him to be someone immediately. I still think um Antonio Gandy golden, I still man. I know he's not in this draft class. I don't have him ranked in these guys, but I had to bring him up. He is hope, still man. someone that he's on my taxi squad in my home league. I'm holding hope, man. Uh, he was definitely one of those guys that we were just pounding the table on last year. And I know he had, you know, a little injury that kind of kept him out. And then I think it was at a point they just said, hey, go on the IR. We'll we'll yeah, reassess we'll- next year. So nonetheless, they've got some talent at the receiver position um around the offense in general. So I, I think they're building something good there. I think they're gonna be a team that that division, I'll say that. I think they're gonna be one that can control. Contr- can control the division more this year last year it was what going into the last week of the season like who's going to make the playoffs because they all can yeah exactly it's crazy so that was that's my first or the you know 24 through 21 because that is
1: what four is so so my 24 is kyle trask <gasps> um <laughs> um i love the landing spot i think he's a great dart throw in round two if you're uh, He's not going to produce any value this year, maybe not even next year. It just depends on what Tom Brady does. Um, I, I really had a hard time with him and Mills. Like Mills is 23, so like I went back and forth. I think that Mills has the opportunity to play a little bit earlier. Um, maybe that's where the value comes. I don't know. I, I like both of these landing spots, I guess, um, but I, I don't know what that looks like in the future. Again, this kind of just is a testament to me that this is a very, very weak second round or weak bottom half of the second round. Um I've got Nico Collins right there at 20 24 23 22 <laughs> I don't remember what number that was. Um I like the landing spot. I think that the uh he's a good receiver. The Texans are a disaster um, of an organization and I am you know it, it, I, it's not you know, I understand he's, he's a third round guy, but you know, I think that he has the opportunity to really produce. I mean, Fuller's gone, everybody's gone. Cooks is still there, but Cooks is not going to play forever. So, mm-hmm. I think I like the landing spot. I quarterbacks the question mark for me 100. Um, percent And then Brown is uh, is my guy at 21 uh, as well. So I, I I I like the landing spot as well. I just don't want him to take away from anything from AGG. So um, mm-hmm. you know, this is a Gandy Golden podcast until. Further, no, you know it has been forever. So, all right, I'll kick us with the twenty through seventeen. There you go. <laughs> These numbers are getting really hard in my head right now. So, with that being said, um, I've got Kadarius Tony at twenty. Um, I hate the landing spot with a passion. Um, I just don't think that he's going to be. I think that his value is going to be more on the football field than it is going to be fantasy. And I think people need to understand that that's okay. Right. You know what I mean? When you look at a draft pick, you might not have liked the Kadarius Tony pick, but it might be a good NFL pick for them. Right. You know what I mean? They might like that landing spot. They might like Tony a little bit more than the rest of us do. And he might have some value, but I think weekly he's not going to produce enough for me to want to have any of him, any shares of him on my team. At uh 19, I've got Pat Fairmouth. Uh, I I do like the landing spot here. For me, it was just kind of debating whether or not how much I did um, with some of the guys ahead of him. Um, I he's a, I think it's a great dart throw in round two. Um, I, I think this is right about the round where right about the area where I'm like, mm, do I really want to take somebody or don't want to trade this pick for future assets or current assets? Because like I said, that top 15 is probably. I don't even know if it's that many (laughs) top 15 is right about where I want to be in this draft because the guys ahead of them, I do like a little bit more. Um, Terrace Marshall to the Panthers. I really like this one a whole lot. Um, they have weapons, but Curtis Samuel's gone, right? So that opens up that third slot. Um, I do know they have Robbie Anderson and I'm blanking. Oh, and then of course, um, DJ Moore, So I do think that Marshall, this is one of my favorite steals of the draft early on in this draft. I I do think that he was just an absolute steal for for the Carolina Panthers. So I'm excited for his landing spot. Right above him, I have Rondell Moore. I I struggled with his ranking, 100%. 100% struggle with his ranking because I don't know what that looks like. And without diving into the contract situation, I do know Kirk is still on his rookie deal. I think he might be on the last year of his rookie deal. And if that's the case, Moore could potentially be um, slid into that, um, you know, right receiver two slot. And they're going to throw the ball a lot. That We've seen that. They're, you know, Arizona throws the ball a lot. Um, and then, of course, we have, you know, it's going to be midget to midget throwing the football to throwing the football. But that's just, <laughs> that's beside the point. But I think I like this more. I think they'll like the Rondell Moore landing spot more The as time goes by and I think about it, when I first saw it, I was like, first off, they didn't really need another weapon. Year one, he might not be out there a whole lot because obviously they signed AJ Green as well. So that that to me, I, I think his value round one is not as enamoring. But uh, yeah, that's my 20 through... one, two, three. 2, I have one more guy to name. Sorry. No, that's it. 17? 20 through 17. God, I'm terrible today. So... All right. So groups,
2: I... I'm making a change on the fly, actually. So give me a second. Okay. So where are we at? 20? We're good at yep. this, right? We're good at this. So anyway, 20. Um, Yes, <laughs> I thought I messed up, but I did not. So this one, I love the talent. Hate the landing spot. I cannot believe i moved this guy down so far, but I hate the landing spot that much. I've got Rashad Bateman at 20. That's how much I hate the landing spot. He's got the talent to produce, and I know people are going to probably come at me and say, have you watched his film? Yes, I've watched his film. Have you watched the Ravens passing game? Yes, exactly. So anyway, um, I hate that I've moved him down that far. I love the talent, hate the landing spot that much. I've got Bateman at 20. 19, this is where my change came in. I flipped two running backs. Um, the other one I'll get to in the next realm of things. So I got Trey Sermon at 19 here it's just going to the 49ers. What's it going to look like? Are they going to really get him involved enough to make him fantasy relevant as a starter? Um, even at a flex position year one, we'll see. I I don't know if that's going to happen. I think they're just going to have a carousel of running backs like they always do. 18. I've got Pat Fryermuth, um, Steelers. We talked about it previously. Um, love that landing spot. They're going to get him involved again. Tight ends year one. We say this over and over and over and over. Um, we don't know how in depth it's gonna be, you know, how much in, or how involved he'll get, but I do like that landing spot long term. Even after, you know, Big Ben is no longer the quarterback. I think it's still gonna be a focal point of the offense. So yeah, I think even Slavis is the quarterback. <clears throat> anyway, um ugh, always throwing me off because Sam How one oh one. So, um, eighteen. So when now we're jumping to 17, right? Yeah, 17. I've got Rondell Moore. Um I like the landing spot. I think they're going to get him involved. I hope they're able to make it work to where Kirk is still a good option. Um, he's my boy, obviously. Went to A&M. Big fan since he committed. So, big fan there. Um, but I do think they drafted Rondell Moore where they drafted him for a reason. That's what it came down to. They're, they're, they've they got something in mind, and they they love the talent there. So, We'll see. It's going to play itself out, but that's my 20 through 17.
1: I'm, it's like the more I think about it, the more I just want to move Rondell Moore up. Yeah, it's like I feel like I have him too low right now at 17. I feel like he might be. I don't know. My rankings might change by the end of the day, Um, but I think Rondell Moore, I might put him in that. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think that I want to target him in that first round. Just because I know I wouldn't be able to get him in the second round, you know, what I mean, that's what I mean. You know, you know, you can. It's okay, and that's the other thing. You can reach on a guy, guys. It's okay because you know that it's not going to be there in the next round potentially, or you know, or maybe you trade if you, if you go get your guy. Period. Exactly. Period. And of story. Um. All right. So hit us with your sixteen
2: through thirteen. So sixteen. Um. I've got Javante Williams. Um. I had him lower, and that was the switch I made. So I actually moved Trey Sermon down. Um. What. What, what do you got? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Um, so I've got Javante Williams at 16. Um, it's just kind of a year one thing where, you know, how long is it going to take for him to get those more touches? I think Melvin Gordon's going to be the one that's involved early on in the season. Um, but again, long term, I think Javante Williams is definitely the play in Denver. So 15, again, it comes down to landing spot. Love the talent. Hate the landing spot. Devonte Smith going to the Eagles. I just I just don't. I, I don't know. I just don't like Hertz at the quarterback position. I don't think Smith is going to see the fantasy value that we're really, really hoping for. The talent is absolutely through the roof. It's just, what's the scheme going to look like, right? I, I just, I just, I'm not confident in it. Um, others very well could be. 14. Um, Elijah Moore. I've got him sitting there. You know, at 14. Like I said, I, I just think he will move up. Eventually for me, I do believe that it just comes down to that quarterback play. Um, and obviously being a super flex ranking that we've got going here, obviously I've got the quarterback higher. So there's some sort of belief there. It's just the jets. It's what are they going to do? Are they going to be able to, you know, turn things around? Um, They've got some targets there, but Elijah Moore, from what I've seen on depth chart, he's been slotted in as a starter already. So that says something. And then 13, I've got Kyle Trask again. Yes. Like you said, year one. It is not. He's not going to be the guy. But long term, in a super flex format, um, you, you got to take him. Like you said, you're going to go get your guy, right? Well, Kyle Trask is my guy. So in a super flex, I would take him much earlier than probably a lot of people. Probably everyone, honestly. Probably everyone. Um, which is fine. I'll take him. So weapons are there. He's going to learn under Tom Brady. It's what what better position could you ask for? So
1: I've got Kyle Trask sitting at thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. So for me, I don't hate the Kyle Trask move. I, the thing about it is, 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 is most people in most scenarios, uh, I, I would weaver off of their feelings based on a landing spot, right? You know what I mean. Like yeah. for me, it's okay. Like I, I, you know, but for you, it's like I'm gonna stick to my guns. I saw a tweet, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Uh, Linda, who was on our show, fantastic following Twitter. Um, and she said, "In my universe, draft capital matters like this. If I'm lower on a guy and he gets good draft capital, I'll re-examine. If I'm higher on a guy and he doesn't get the draft capital, I'll go with my gut." Right. So, for me personally, like the the only difference here in that conversation is is if I'm higher on a guy, which you're higher than Trask on most, he doesn't get the draft capital. He did get the draft capital, right? So you're sticking with your gut, and then on top of that, you're going with the landing spot. So I don't hate it at all. You know what I mean? It, again. Get your guy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And and you have to be honest to your process. And that's exactly what you're doing. So, I mean, I, you know we talk about that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, we're higher on guys or lower than guys than some of the consensus. And that's just because it's our feelings. You know what I mean? It's like we're still high on Troutman. We're still high on AGG. Like, throughout the process, we are <laughs> high. Sorry. I <laughs> about died. Um, we were high on those guys. So, all right. So, for me, 16, um, I've got Amari Rodgers. He would be higher if I knew who his quarterback would be. Period. End of story. Like if I knew Aaron Rodgers was going to be the quarterback this year and for the future, Rodgers would be higher. But we know that Jordan Love is the backup quarterback. And on this show, we don't like Jordan Love. But so, just watch the 2019 <laughs> film. Just watch it. <laughs> yep. Just watch it'll it. Be 2026, it'll be. And it'll be like, did you watch the 2019 tape of Jordan Love? Did you though? No, I didn't. I um, all right. So Moving on. Um number 15, I've got Trey Sermon. Um, I don't love the landing spot. I like it. I don't love it. And that just kind of goes to show with him being in that 15 slot. Um, I the talents there for sure, but the 49ers running back scheme is very weird and I'm not a big fan of it. Now, the contract-wise, I think a lot of their guys are mishima- wishy-washy there. I, I do think Mozart got him an extension, but even with that being said, it's just there's just one week Trey Sermon will score 25, the next week. Mozart will score twenty five 2 You know what I mean. Well, didn't
2: they just pay Kyle? Yeah, the fullback. Yeah, they always.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they always pay him. But he's a good. He's a good fullback blocker. So I mean, he does help the the team there. Well,
2: but they always give him. I don't know. It's it's
1: like it's crazy. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, five
2: year, twenty seven million dollar contract.
1: Yeah, I don't understand (laughs) why they pay that guy a lot of money to be a fullback. I should have been a fullback. Um, Number fourteen. I've got uh, Elijah Moore. I'm in the same boat with you. Landing spot, landing spot, landing spot, landing spot, landing spot. Um, I like Zach Wilson more today, fantasy football wise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me rephrase that so nobody can like try to, you know. Oh my God, he said he liked Zach Wilson. I like Zach Wilson fantasy football wise. I uh, he's gonna start day one. You can't not like that. hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't not like that. You know what I mean. So. Um, Elijah Moore would probably be a little bit higher if the Jets drafted a good quarterback, but he's number 14 right there. I had a slide in there. I said too many nice things about Zach Wilson in a couple sentences. So coming to number 13, I've got my boy Mac Jones. I love the landing spot. He's not He's not going to start week, week one, I don't think. He could. I don't know. He could. But he's like the polar opposite of Cam Newton, so I don't know how that offense is going to run.
2: I just think, and I'm not trying to interrupt you here, I just, so what do you think, like, at what point, and now NFL's totally different than, than college, you know, I get it, but at what point does an organization make the decision, hey, we took him 15th overall, yes, we re-signed Cam, I get it, Mac Jones is the long-term play, start him. Yeah, at what I, point does an organization think that? You know what I mean? Yes, they want to win, Mac that's Jones the whole is, point. Yeah, I, I just think, why would unless he just looks that bad, right? And if he looks that bad, then that's a lot of draft. Anyway, I, I just think at what like start him, right? I think Mac like, Jones should start Week One, period. Because you know Cam's not going to be the fact that he's they resigned terrible. him. Everyone was shocked.
1: Yeah, blew my I, mind.
2: I just, I just think Mac Jones has got to be the guy. He's got to just start him.
1: I think he's the, him in the first
2: round. Hey, start yeah. him.
1: I, hundred percent am with you. And 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 if I knew he was starting Week One, he'd probably be higher for sure. Um, but I mean, I, that's the thing, looking at the draft capital is very important. Okay. First round pick 15th pick overall. He's going to play, right? You know what I mean? That's what we're playing with in this top 15. You're looking at the landing spot. You might not love it. I don't love Zach Wilson's landing spot. I I don't like Zach Wilson at all, (laughs) but I'm not going to not draft him just because of, you know, my personal feelings about the guy. You know what I mean? I've got Jalen hurts in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do. I don't like the guy, but I think that he's gonna be a fantastic, he's got a fantastic fantasy value to him. Again, differentiating fantasy versus real real football is is very key and pivotal into being successful in fantasy. So uh that was 13. I'm gonna go ahead and give my twelve through nine, I think that's right. I've got Rashad Bateman at number twelve. And after listening to you talk, I was like, man, I've got him way too high. Um <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I might, sl- I might, I might slot him uh, down and put, Ron- I'm, I'm really considering, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a power move on the podcast because this is our podcast. I'm putting Rondell Moore, um, and number 12, I'm literally moving Rondell Moore from 17 to 12 right now, just because we're having this conversation. I, it happened. It happened and I'm okay with it. Um, I'm allowed to do that because this is our show. So I I made the move on the air. But so um, where did Bateman go then? Bateman. Did he drop going, down one or did he go down to seventeen? No, he's down to fourteen. I moved him to fourteen. So uh I think fourteen. fourteen. I think. Yeah. So um all I'll right, re- so we're gonna start everything all over because now we didn't <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I moved I did move more to twelve. Okay, so real quick, I moved more to twelve and then I put Bateman down to fourteen. But um, so Mac Jones was thirteen, Rondell is now number twelve, but For me, number eleven is Javante Williams. I love this landing spot. I am, I came this close, this this close of ranking him ahead of Travis Etienne. This close to ranking him ahead of Travis Etienne. Um, I really did. I I know. I came this close to leaving the podcast. (laughs) This close. I know I had Trask at 24 and I've got you, and, and I almost put Williams ahead of Etienne. Which, speaking of Etienne, coming in at number 10 is Travis Etienne. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I I I am not I like the landing spot a lot. But um, you know, I don't know. I have regrets, I think, already. I don't know, I have regrets about my whole entire list already. But um I don't know. I just I like it, but I I feel like James Robinson's still going to be in the mix. I really do. I I, I don't think I, I think the first get... two weeks. I'm, <sighs> I'm and just then saying. it's
2: going to be the Trevor Travis show
1: again. I mean, and... I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I mean, in Superflex, I have these two other guys ahead of him. I I battled with my 10, 9, nine, eight back and forth over and over again. And number nine, I've got Devontae Smith. Um, somebody's got to catch the ball. Yeah, he's the best receiver now. Sorry, Jalen Rager. Um, but I feel like draft capital, him and Rager, Hurts is going to have to throw to somebody, right? You know what I mean? And I don't know. Ertz might be gone by the end of the weekend. He might still be there. Goddard's going to be, you know, Goddard's going to be the, probably the tight end one there. But um, I like it. I like the landing spot, I think. I think, um, so uh, Not to, again, not to interrupt you, but since you brought up the Ertz got, I think the Eagle
2: smart move. Yes, Ertz is the vet. He's this. make Goddard the one. Easily make him the tight end one. Like Easily. it's, I just think that move needs to be made. And obviously, Ertz probably will hate that. But at some point, you got to understand. Like, hey, you're uh, you're getting you're, up there in age. Exactly. Goddard's the few Like, it, it just kind of happens. That's just how the NFL works. It's an organization. Like, I just think that move needs to be made. Hundred percent.
1: I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Like a thousand percent on board with that because I truly believe that it needs to happen. I, I, think about this though personal feelings about hurts aside uh, uh, hurts aside uh, you know you're running a very young offense right you have Miles Sanders you have hurts you have Goddard you have Smith Rager like you have a pretty good young nucleus there that you can really kind of hone in on um, over the next couple years so that's I think that's the biggest reason why I like Smith a lot you know what I mean pre draft I wasn't a big fan but again it's not my personal preference on a guy whether or not I like them or not. The landing spot's fruitful. You know what I mean? He could probably see easily 100 targets this year. Easily 100 targets. So that is my 13 or 12 through 9. Sorry. Math is hard for me today, apparently. That's all right. So
2: sitting at 12 for me. um, And honestly, if I knew who his quarterback was week one, he'd probably be higher. But I've got Amari Rogers sitting at 12. With if again, we I hate that we have to say this, like I hate that we have to put that asterisk on it, right? Because Amari Rodgers is such a great talent. But if it's not Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, it's gonna be a little bit different story. So I've got him at 12. Um, I've got Trey Lance at 11. Biggest reason, biggest reason is only because I, I, I don't, it, I, from what I've been hearing, he's not necessarily gonna be the starter week one. Um, Jimmy G's still there. I think if you take this guy at three overall, he should be the starter week one, just kind of make that move, but we'll see what happens. Um, so that's the reason I've got him at 11. He'll, he'll probably move up once we get a little more information, but sitting at 10 really enjoy, really, really like this landing spot. Terrace Marshall, um, went to Carolina, obviously love him there. Um, got to get to the reunion with the offensive coordinator. I think that's going to be huge. I think Darnold's going to definitely continue to, to show his bright side. Obviously a lot of people are lower on him. Jalen Waddell I've got coming in at number nine. The reunion with Tua is is awesome. Um, they've just got a lot of weapons. They're definitely giving Tua a lot of weapons to continue on to be well, to do good, progress in his career. I think he's obviously going to be back from his injury, right? He's going to he be 100% now. So Tua is going to be back there, but I've got Jalen Waddell sitting at number nine. So those are my 12 through nines. Sorry about what would you say? I said that was my twelve through nine.
1: All right, give us your um eleven through. or sorry, your eight through five. Okay, so sitting at number eight for me, um,
2: I've got Mac Jones. I, I just like the landing spot. Yes, his, Nikhil Harry's got to start doing something, right? I mean, Nikhil Harry was projected as to be this next phenomenal talent. He's going to be the guy. He just hasn't done a whole lot i think the patriots again i I, it's kind of a hypocritical thing to say where these other guys but we don't know if they're going to be starters week one i i just like that that landing spot i think he needs to be the starter week one i'm going to call bill let him know hey this is my thoughts this is what needs to happen and he's going to say who who are you so (laughs) that's how that conversation (laughs) will go why are you how did you get my number um (laughs) which i don't know how i get his number but i'll figure it out so mac jones sitting at number eight number seven kyle pitts um Love the landing spot, Um, like a couple guys a little bit more um, for landing spot purposes, but Kyle Pitts is a guy that I would... So we talked about it previously, right? Like, where would you take Kyle Pitts? Where would you take him? And I kind of said in that mid to late first round, I wouldn't hesitate. So here's my thing. Obviously, I'm going to take Lawrence, Harris, and Etienne over him, personally. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate if someone took him in that four, five slot, which five is still mid. I get that. Right. But it's kind of more, I would, uh, I would go up to that mid first round area. Now, Superflex is going to change it. I get that. But if you don't need a quarterback, like one, a lot of people are going to say trade back. If you don't need a quarterback, it's another, another team does trade back, so on and so forth. But man, Kyle Pitts is just going to be the guy for years and years and years to come. So I've got him at seven. Number six, um, I've got Zach Wilson. Um, he's the starter. I get it. He's literally the guy like who else did they have? We named off the two guys and I still don't know who they are. Um, I actually do. I do remember Mike white because I was kind of a fan of him when he was coming out, but I knew he wasn't going to be anything. So it wasn't a massively talked up, you know, mm-hmm. fandom yeah. per se. But uh, yeah, I've got Zach Wilson coming in at six. I've got Justin Fields at five. Um, and I, th- I'll be honest. I think the reason I'm thinking this way is, is I've kind of almost taken in too much of the personal, this is what my team look like, so on and so forth aspect of it, as opposed to the true on, this is the super flex ranking, you know, this is what for the masses would be better. Um, so that all being said, I think Fields and Wilson for most people are going to be still in that top two, three, four range kind of thing because it is super flex, I get it. But there's just the other guys at the skill positions that, man, I
1: so this is the part of the podcast where everybody turns us off and they never listen to us ever again. <laughs> They'll be back, um, huh? They'll be back next week. So I at number we're at eight, right? Right? Yeah. We're eight. at eight. We're at eight. Jalen Waddles my eight. Um, enjoy the landing spot. Okay, this they're not they're not turning off yet. They're about to turn off the next the my next the next solution. They're gonna and again this is. Okay, so Jalen is my eight. I like the landing spot. I'm still not... if I'm still iffy on Tua, but again, it's not my personal feelings. I do think that he's going to get a lot of opportunities to, to produce on Sundays, and that's why I like him at number eight. Um, if you took him higher, wouldn't hate you for it, to be honest with you. Wouldn't hate you for it. Um, Number seven. <laughs> All right, folks. This is my initial thoughts three days after the draft. I have Justin Fields at seven. Okay, and... I mean, I had him at five. So, what? you know, <laughs> I, I don't love the landing spot. I hate the landing. I love fields. I know. And I just said a few minutes ago, go with my gut. And I'm going with my gut on the opposite end of the gut. <laughs> but um, at number six, I have Zach Wilson. Um, I, again, I, both of them guys have the opportunity to start week one. I just like Zach. Wilson's opportunity to produce a little bit better. Again, I, I could see taking uh, Fields over Wilson, I don't really, it's it's a toss-up for me. I went back and forth over and over and over and over and over again between Wilson and Fields. Who's going to be my 6 and 7? Who's going to be 6 and 7? Who's going to be 6 and 7? And it's like, you know, once we get to the higher rankings, you'll understand, like, I put my personal preference aside side because my number 2 is insane, but 7, Fields, 6, Wilson. It's just how I feel. Uh, 5, Jameer Chase. Um, I, I love I love Jameer Chase. Uh, honestly, if you took him in a non-superflex league, if you took him top three, I wouldn't be mad at you. Uh, it's it's not he's that he's that good. He is that good. Superflex, it's just the quarterback and the two guys are the two guys that are not quarterbacks above him. I love their landing spots that much more. So that to me is why I have Chase at five. If you have Chase at two, I saw somewhere where Chase is as high as two, even in superflex. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't like the Wilson. Maybe you don't like Zach Wilson. Maybe you don't like the fields landing spot and you're all in on Jameer Chase. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is where I feel like this top eight Waddle Fields, Wilson, Chase, and then my, my top four, this is, this is the cream of the crop. And I think right for me, Etienne Williams, like the top 11 that I have of mine, hundred percent is, is I'm all in on all these guys. You know what I mean? The rest of them, i 'm not sure about Ronda. Moore might mix into this conversation after we talked about him but <laughs> yeah he, he jumped over five spots in my rankings and we talked about it but again this is just within a, a 10 niche- minute window <laughs> exactly so for me I'll go ahead and go with my four through one um, I've got Kyle Pitts for um I love it I, I I don't it's a generational talent I know we've heard that I hate that term so much but man he's so good I keep man. thinking He's going to be
2: like Tony Gonzalez, right? Where it's like he's just
1: consistent. Yeah. Just and it I do we, is it a potential where he only catches maybe 5 600 yards this year potentially? Yeah, but I see double digit touchdowns this year, man. I really really do. I see 8 to 10 touchdowns and the tight end position is terrible. Like he's a top 5 dynasty tight end right now. Like yeah. Easily. You know, you have You have um, Kittle, you have Kelsey, you have Kittle, you have Kelsey. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's, there's other guys like you have Waller and some of these other guys, but that's the tier. And then it's like, yeah. And then it's like, he's in that he's in tier two easily. Right. So that's where I'm at with that. Number three, I have Najee Harris. This is hands down my favorite landing spot in this entire draft. I I think so far, I, I, it's the ideal landing spot. If a running back was going to have an ideal landing spot, this was a hundred percent it. Um, number two, I have Trey Lance, um, and Man, I'm not looking it. at you for the Trey Lance. I'm asking. There's, there's a guy that I think you've missed,
2: but I'll who cal- did I miss?
1: Did you did you rank ETN anywhere? Yeah, I put him number ten. You made me. You made faces at me. Oh, That's right. That's right. Yeah, that it done? was so bad I forgot.
2: That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Ouch. Yeah, well, you know. Ouch. Keep going. Continue. Ouch. Um. But Trey Lance is my number two. Um. Again, this is my initial feeling three days after the draft. You don't trade three first-round picks for a guy that you're not fully invested in. Um. His running, his rushing upside is monstrous. He does have a cannon, and they do have weapons. So, again, this is one of those... I'm not high on him, but I'm all in on Trey Lance. I want I want every share of Trey Lance I can get right now. Um I have a I have 102 in a league where it's like I, I joined a league, it's a rebuild league. All right, I mean it's a I have to rebuild the entire team. It's they're just terrible. The, t- the entire team is awful. My best player is Kelsey, and I think the best player after that is I don't even remember. They're just it's just that bad. But I'm strongly considering taking Lance at two. I, I love Love the landing spot a whole lot. And to be honest with you, it's, I'm enamored by it. And I know that's weird because I've spoken on this podcast for the last year about my loathing of Lance. But again, I've got to put my personal preference aside and, and, and speak to the fantasy aspect of this. And that's why Trey Lance is number two. And then, of course, Trevor Lawrence is number one. So that's just obvious. So stoops.
2: Four, I've got Jamar Chase. Um, Again, landing spot. Love it. Great quarterback. They just got to protect him. Um, so hopefully they address that and, and you know, make that happen. So that's where I've got that. Travis Etienne's three for me. Um, I just love that landing spot. I mean, the fact that he's going to be there with his college quarterback, right, that the chemistry is literally there already. <clears throat> Obviously, new playbook. They got to learn everything, you know, on a different level of of, of things. But... I think that's just going to be a phenomenal tandem for for years to come. Number two, I've got Najee Harris. um, And my rankings literally all through everything we've done. I've had ETN above Harris. I would stick to that, but landing spot, Harris is going to, we said it before, Harris is going to be the guy 100% one, day one. He's going to see a crazy amount of carries, receptions like it's he's going to be involved pretty substantially um and then obviously trevor lawrence is number one for me so yeah man i I just don't know you know there's not much you can say about trevor lawrence we've been saying it for
1: four years you know since he was a senior in high school yeah um, i've given up even talking about trevor Lawrence. so
2: for me it's the harris etn um debate After landing spots, like it's, it's. I know everyone has already had Harris at one. I've obviously had Etn at one. I just think going to the Steelers, it's the more I thought about it, and you know, on air, I was, I wanted the, I wanted Etn to go there, but whatever. Um, just that landing spot, Harris. It's, I mean, if if he doesn't see two hundred and ten to two hundred and thirty carries this year, like I honestly
1: would be shocked. Yeah, shocked. Hundred percent. I feel like they're just gonna throw him in there. It's gonna take the pressure off of Roethlisberger, who's mm-hmm. on the downside of his career. Even though he had a good, he had a good season, people forget how good of a season he did have. But it's it's gonna take the pressure off of him. Yep. And it's gonna open up the field for Juju's Chase. You know, it's it, it's it's gonna be fruitful. So it's gonna be a good offense. Yeah. Good. But offense. sorry to disappoint you. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna give a recap. What's your top twelve? Uh,
2: Amari Rogers, Trey Lance, Terrace Marshall, Jalen Waddle, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, and Trevor Lawrence.
1: My top 12 was Rondell Moore, newly entered, <laughs> Javante yeah. Williams, Travis Etienne, Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Jamar Chase. Call Pitts, Najee, Harris, Trey Lance, and Trevor Lawrence. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, Stoops and I will be back next week. We're going to kind of dive into the profiles, but at the same time, what we're going to do, uh, we might do some Coast to Coast, uh, Campus to Canton, Coast to Coast. <laughs> <Campus> to- <laughs> I'm tired. I said Coast to Coast. Oh my God. RIP uh, campus to and camp rankings here in the near future. We've been giving out some rankings uh, weekly as well, but thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Make sure to follow Stoops on Twitter at Stoops, 1990, give myself a follow at Ricky Valer underscore. And the rankings I was talking about is not the rankings. We normally give out our 2022 rankings way too early picks to kind of go back and reflect on at the beginning of next year's draft. But uh, that's what we'll be doing here in the next couple of weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later. See y'all on the coast.
2: (laughs) Yep.